Well, it's Mike McDavid, interim pastor of the New Hope Baptist Church. And this is March the 6th. Spring is coming, isn't it? And um, we're going to start here in Acts chapter 26. Acts chapter 26. And start here in around 14. This is Now this is Paul. And he is relaying his testimony of what happened to him when the Lord... Jesus Christ met him in the road, struck him down. So, we'll start here in verse 14, and we'll have a word of prayer. It says, and when, we were, and when we were fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me, saying, In the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen <clears throat> and of the things in which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles and to whom now I send thee to open up their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Let's pray. Dear Father, I just thank for this day you've given us, Lord, and I pray that you would just help us. We read your word, Lord, that you will Open up our hearts and be able to give us something that we can better serve you with this week, Lord. And ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So what I want to talk about today is things that every Christian needs to see. Every, every saved person needs to see. Every person needs to see. And right here off the bat, Paul needed to see who Jesus really was, didn't he? He needed to see that. And it was funny because he was a Pharisee and he knew his Bible. He didn't only memorize verses in the Bible. They memorized books of the Bible. They memorized their Bible. They knew it backwards and forwards. And somehow he didn't see those prophecies that talked about in Isaiah and Daniel. He didn't see that before the crucifixion was ever invented that the Messiah was going to be crucified, written out. He didn't see... The very day that we we uh, celebrate Palm Sunday, that day, right down to the day the Messiah was going to be presented at the gates of Jerusalem. He didn't see that. Isn't that something? He was blinded to that. But the Lord met him in the way. He does that for us many times, doesn't he? He meets us in our depravity. He meets us in our want. He meets us in our need. And he shows us who he is. And our spiritual eyes are blind when we're not saved, aren't they? But somehow he gets through to us. He pricks our hearts. And we see him. And we get saved. So, right off the bat, and the things that we need to see, we need to see Jesus who he is. And then at the end of these verses, he gives him a... Uh, a job. He says here to open up their eyes. Whose eyes? All those people that he's going to tell about the Lord in his lifetime. 
he's going to show the world who Jesus is. And he does a good job, doesn't he? He basically turns the world upside down, the known world, this Paul and Silas and and uh, and, and, and and the people that he goes to, um, they throw him in jail in those cities, but he still affects those people. And so many people, we are so grateful the things that Paul was able to do in that time. He shows them this Jesus who showed him who he was, the Son of God. Hey, they, they thought this Messiah had to be two people at that time because there's a suffering Messiah and a conquering Messiah. But we look back and we see how those both, both of those are met in the life of Christ. But they didn't know that. So we need to see who Jesus really is. That's the first thing we need to see, right? We need to see who Jesus really is. Psalm chapter 30, if you would. Psalm chapter 30. And we're going to look in verse 4. Psalm chapter 30 and verse 4. And it says, Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of his, and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. We need to see the holiness of God. There has to be a re I mean, when we get saved, I mean, the, the contrast of the world and God is so huge. You wonder how you didn't see that. But we need to see his holiness. Even as Christians, there's so many people today that are Christians that somehow when they look in the Bible and it says we are supposed to, with his help, become more like Jesus Christ after we're saved. But I still see them cursing. I still see them uh, telling dirty stories. I still see them enjoying some things in the world that aren't meant for a Christian. Because they're not becoming more holy. But somehow they don't see Jesus for who he is, the holiness of God. You know, he hates sin. And I'm not saying we're perfect, but we need to, with his help, become more like him, little by little. To do that, we need to spend time with him and his word and on our knees. And we need to see through that who he is. And with his help, become more like him. Little by little, it's called sanctification. It's a big fancy word meaning that you become more like who you hang with. And if we hang with Jesus Christ, we're going to become more like him. More like him. And he'll help us with that. You know, if you ask him, he'll help that. So we need to see Jesus for who he is. We need to see the holiness of God. We really do. And then we need to look at this world as Christians and see some things that we need to get busy doing. Well, let's uh, let's, let's look at the first part of this. Romans. Let's go back in the in the in the, um, the New Testament. Romans, chapter five. Romans chapter five. <clears throat> Romans chapter five. Get it myself here. We're getting there. Romans chapter 5 and verses 6 through 11. Romans 5, 6 through 11. 
For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through the Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Concentrating on verse 6. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. The helplessness of man. We actually need Christ. Of course we need him for salvation. In going to the lost, we need to know and understand that without Jesus Christ, they cannot go to heaven. There's no other name among heaven, the Bible says, among men, whereby you must be saved. You might be saved. Jesus Christ is the only way to get to heaven. They're helpless otherwise. And truthfully, even as Christians, without Jesus Christ, are we not helpless? We need his strength. We need to, I don't know about you, but I need to spend time with him. I need to know what he has to say to me in his word. And I need his strength. We are helpless as, as, as Christians even, but as lost people especially. When you're lost, you're dead in trespasses and sins. You can't earn your way to heaven. You can't buy your way to heaven. Jesus Christ paid the price if you're willing to accept it. We are helpless without him. So we need to see Jesus as who he is. We need to see the holiness of him. Something to attain to. We need to see the helplessness of man. Have, have some compassion on men. You want more motivation to go tell men about him and his holiness? Well, let's look in Romans chapter 6. We're in Romans anyway, right? Romans chapter 6 and verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The horror of sin. The wages of it is death. It's horror to those who are not saved. It should be an affront to those that are. The horror of sin. We need to see the holiness of God. We need to see Jesus as who he is. We need to see the horror of sin. You want more motivation to go tell them? Something we need to see to have a little bit of compassion. Well, then let's look in Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 12. It says that in time past, excuse me, excuse me, let me reread this. That 
At that time, ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the, co from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. The hopelessness of the lost. They're unable to change. They're unaware of the danger. Their unbelief keeps them in this place. We need to see that they are hopeless and we need to have some compassion. We learned that by knowing God's holiness, by seeing Jesus as who he is. We see the helplessness of man and the horror of sin. We see the hopelessness of the lost. You need some more motivation, my friend? I do. Let's see. Let's get some more motivation going on here. Let's look in, Re in Revelation chapter 20. The book of the revelation of Jesus Christ, right? Revelation chapter 20. And we're going to look in verse 11. Revelation 20 and verse 11. It says, I saw the dead, excuse me, and I saw a great white throne. And him that sat on it from those from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And the death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever is not written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Things that Christians need to see. How about this for a motivation? We need to see that there is hell for sinners that are not saved. Things that we need to see. I tell you what, we need to see the holiness of God, Jesus for who he really is. We need to see the horror of sin, how terrible it is. You know, the same part about it is, my friend, a lot of the sin has crept into the church. What do you think God thinks about that? The helplessness of the lost. Hell is for a sinner. We need to have some positivity here, though. Let's not just end there. Let's get a little bit more motivation and a little bit in a little bit of a positive light. The next chapter, chapter 21 of Revelation. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more, no more uh, sea. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a, a great voice out of the heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God, and God shall wipe away all 
the tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall others, excuse me, neither, let me reread that, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. There's a heaven to gain. There's a heaven to gain. It's not just a hell to shun. So whichever motivates you, whichever you see in, in, in this Bible that will motivate you to tell others, man, let it, get, let it give you some compassion for those. Things that every Christian needs to see. Jesus has who he is, the holiness of God, helplessness of man, the horror of sin, the hopelessness of the lost, hell for the sinner, heaven for the saved. One more verse, just one more verse. Luke chapter 19. Matthew, Mark, Luke, right? Luke chapter 19. <clears throat> and verse 10. Very simple verse. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost the help of a savior. I tell you, Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. That's where his holiness drove him in love for you and I. Isn't that something? And that goes right back to the beginning, isn't it? Seeing Jesus as who he is, a loving God that came to save us. He interfered in Paul's life, didn't he? saved his soul. He interfered, hopefully, in your life. If not, please get saved. There is a whole sermon I have on this podcast. Look back, and it'll tell you uh, very specifically and, and, and a whole sermon on how to be saved. Ask him in your heart and life, forgive your sins. Mean it, believing he is God, and you can get saved. He loves you that much. And you as Christians, look at his holiness. We need to be more like him with his help. Serve him. My goal this year is to become a kind of a Christian that is close to God. I want to be as close to God as I can. Every year I do a, a you know, a resolution, New Year's resolution. I know a lot of people don't like those. I know. But I always try to do something. Read through the Bible more. It's something spiritual I try to add to my life. This year is very general in a way, but it's very specific in another I want to be close to God. I need to be close to Him. I know that's something we should always attain to, but this year, that is my goal. And one of the ways is to see His holiness, see Him who as who He is, and then to have compassion on what He has compassion on. That's the lost, isn't it, my friend? Well, I hope, uh, hope this has helped you. It's helped me just to look through these few verses. And to see him who saved our souls and become more like him with his help. Right? Well, I hope you have a good Lord's Day tomorrow. And I pray that um, you will tell some poor lost sinner, have compassion on them. And maybe next week at this time, when uh, we come back together in this, in this podcast, that you will have led someone to the Lord. Or at least told a few people, right? 
Amen. Well, let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, thank you for this day you've given us, Lord, and I pray, Father, that you will help us as we go through this week to become more like you, to serve you. Dear Lord, just to um, be closer to you this time next week, more close to you than we were this week even. Maybe more close to you tonight than we were this morning. We love you, Lord. We thank you for all that you've given us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, you guys have a great week, and God bless you.